Hello, welcome to the Empowered Empath. This week, I really want to talk about intuition. Um, because intuition is just not something commonly taught in at least the culture that I grew up in, which is the United States. Um, and I, I do think that's a, <laughs> I mean, this is quite a statement, but I do think it's a disservice to humanity because intuition is my favorite sense. So yeah, I'm playing favorites. And I think it is the most important sense when we are going through a dark time. Okay. So just like, you know, when we raise our children, we don't try to, yes, we try to protect them from, you know, cars and people who are going to take advantage of them and all those things that parents do. But what else do we do as parents? We help them gain resilience so that when they leave our care, they are better equipped to handle the ups and the downs of the external world. And in my experience as a sensitive feeling person, deeply feeling person, empath, whatever the fuck you want to call it, the, the most important sense that I have developed has been my intuition. So I, I, uh, so my kids now are eight and 10, but I remember when my, um, 10 year old was in TK, which in California is transitional kindergarten. It's basically like the kindergarten before kindergarten for some kids. And I remember him bringing home one of those little books, like to like the early reading practice reading books. And it was a book on the five senses. And I just had these like flashbacks to childhood where I always felt things. I always, I've always felt nuances in my energetic life, in my inner reality and in my external reality. And I was always so fucking confused because no one ever talked about it to me. And it took me a while to, you know, develop these sensitivities, these nuances into what I now consider a fucking superpower. But for a while it was like a handicap. I don't even know if that's the, the appropriate word to use anymore, but that's what's, that's what's coming out right now. But like in school, they don't teach that. And, you know, I get like, you know, the historical like relevance of separating like church and state and all of that stuff and, you know, religion and everything. So I'm not here to say exactly how this could be done, but I, um, I do, let's see, how do I want to say this? I, I, I guess I just want to say it simply. I would love it if the intuition was just recognized as a sense, just like the sense of smell. And some people have a heightened sense of smell. I've met them. I actually live in wine country and I've met someone whose sense of smell is so heightened. It was like so challenging for him growing up. But guess what he became? A, okay, I'm going to totally butcher this word, sommelier. <laughs> he, 
you know, someone who, when you go to like a fancy restaurant or you go to a wine, um, like go taste wine and like it's somebody who's like really knowledgeable on wines. Well, he like blows his job out of the water because his nose is so fucking sensitive. So going back to empaths, some of us, like all of us have the 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 ability to be empathetic the ability to be psychic the ability to be um energetically sensitive some of us were just born with the sense more than others it's not like a value judgment it's just call a spade a spade right so um learning like just knowing that it exists i think is just such a helpful tool because then once you know that it exists as like a kid, right? Like for example, going back to that story, when I was sitting down with my kid and we were reading this little paper book, we ended it and I was like, okay, so do you know what do do you know what the sixth sense is? Have we talked about this? And my kid said no. And I was like, oh my God, this is great feedback because this is letting me know that and this is something that I want to, you know, speak to. A little bit more just so he has like if you don't have the verbiage for the tool using the tool becomes a lot more difficult not impossible but it becomes a lot more difficult and like quote unquote mastering it just takes a lot more time so we talked about the sixth sense and we we talked about like how you know some people feel it in their gut um, some people feel it as a tingly on their head or anywhere else in their body um, it's also called the third eye. It's also called intuition. We just talked about like the language of it. Um, so what I just want to talk about a little bit today is, is how to plump up this sense, how you can practice playing with and developing the fuck out of your intuition so that you can go out into your regular life with your, I'm saying regular, I'm your extra extraordinary life. But what I mean is like, you know, you're going to the DMV, you're going to the shopping mall, you're going to your work and you're sitting in a boring meeting. Like your intuition is always guiding you. Our intuition is always guiding us. So when you choose to tap into your intuition at any time, Nobody even has to know that you're doing it at any time. And you, and you practice playing with it in the middle of a boring ass meeting. I mean, oh my God, like, it's like you always have a toy with you. And, and so not only is it fun and it makes life way more interesting, it turns up the saturation on life for sure. But then when you're going through a challenging spot, you have this tool that is developed as fuck to draw on and help guide you through challenging moments. So um, one of the things I want to normalize is the, the, how we get interpretations of what our intuition even is, like as, as kids growing up in the 80s. Um, I'll give an example. I always thought, like when I was a kid, I always thought, for example, that God was like a big white man that's old and he had a big white beard and he was half naked because he wore, wore like a toga and he like sat in the clouds and like looked down upon all of us. 
And he was smiling. He's a jolly guy. And I wasn't religious. But this is the the, the messaging that I received, like as a kid just living in um, a society that um, the main religion here is um, Christianity. So that was that. And then coupled, I, I thought like the this white man in the sky, like was the intuition. And so I always, I never knew how to navigate my intuition as a kid because I was always waiting for this white old guy, (laughs) half naked in the sky to like yell down from the clouds to tell me to like do this or do that. Like I always thought my intuition was going to be this really loud voice, external, like kind of external voice. So that understanding of my intuition kept me from actually um, under, let's see, developing, developing that subtle sense consciously for the longest time, like for the longest time. I can't remember how old I was when I was like, okay, so intuition exists and it's not a big white old naked man in the sky yelling at me. And when I figured this out, I was like, oh my God. And then I think the first person I I tried to like convert to my ways was probably my little sister, who was is almost five years younger than me. And when I was in college, I started um waking up to all kinds of like new ways of thinking that I just wasn't exposed to before college. And I found this this you know group of people that were like hippies, and I was like, oh my god, there's people that think like in these ways that are so much more expanded than I was used to, and so I just like dove headfirst into that community uh, for a while. And then, anyway, I just remember like my um, my husband. I don't even know who I was with. Anyway, my husband was probably my then my then boyfriend. Now husband was probably there, and we were painting. And I was like, I don't want to paint. Everybody else is like painting these like cool like pictures. I like to do like shapes or like inspiring messages. And so I painted this picture for my sister. Did I paint it for her? I think I painted it for her in mind. I I can't remember now. But anyway, it says follow your intuition. Because I was like, you know, if anybody's going to listen to me, it's going to be my my little sister. And she needs to know this. (laughs) So anyways, um, then after that, I, I found, um, this other group of people after college who, uh, I, I will circle back to this another time when I have more time, I promise. I'll just call this two year period after college, my culty experience, cult, like C-U-L-T. It was a very cult experience. I don't, you know, it, probably not like the cult in that you see like in documentaries, but energetically, when I look back, it's like, yeah, that was basically like a cult, Jess. <laughs> I, you were following one person who was basically uh, like you gave all of your power to this person and they took it happily. I would say that's a cult <laughs> in my definition. So anyway, but here's the thing, like the, this group of people, they were energetically sensitive and 
I really learned, you know, even through the challenging times in that two year period, um, I learned how to level up my experience of my intuition. So I just want to give you a couple tips here, how to play with your intuition um, so that it develops into the most badass superpower that you are just, you know, proud and so fun, it's proud and fun that you are proud to have part of you and you can like rely on it. Um, one thing I will say before I get into that is what I find really interesting is, okay, so I've been like actively participating in the cultivation of my intuition for, I don't know, over like actively as in consciously, like probably over 20 years, I think before that I always knew that there was something going on, but I didn't like I didn't really listen to it that much. I didn't actively cultivate it. So anyway, I find it interesting that when I was a kid, I thought my intuition was this like big, loud, ex like booming thing that was really fucking obvious. And then come to find out, oh, it's actually as subtle as a whisper. It's an energetic nuance that guides you from one decision to the next. It's so subtle. And isn't it funny? that the most subtle nuances tend to be the most powerful. God, I think that's like, that's like the, the joke of the universe, right? Especially living in America where everything is big and loud and bold and extroverted. Like it's like a world of extroverts, right? I think I might sound and look like an extrovert to a lot of people, but I'm, I'm very introverted. Like I really need my alone time. I really protect my energy. And I like, <laughs> I go into hermit mode a lot. Anyway, um, anyway, fast forward to, I just want to give an example of you, you might surprise yourself as you develop this sense. You might, let's see, what time is it? You might really um, knock your socks off. And what I mean is, let's see, I, it was 2021 when I decided to become a life coach. And before that, I was a stay-at-home mom and um, I had never, like I had worked at different places, but I never like found a career that I really f felt like was worth investing my, my, my whole system into, like my, my soul, my physical energy, my, my joy. And I was just you know, I'd, I'd been the stay at home mom. I'd like, you know, done that, that thing. I mean, obviously I'm still doing that thing. Um, but I was trying to figure it out. And I was like, okay, I think, I think it's going to be therapy. And my, I think it's funny how my friend, like one of my dearest friends from like old, like teenage days, she was like, Jess, I really think that, um, you should be a coach. You should be a life coach. And I was like, no way. That's like way too scary and unpredictable. And like, who knows about life? Nobody knows about life coaches. And she's like, okay, you know, obviously she just let me do my thing. And then fast forward to 2021, obviously 2020 had already happened, threw me completely into a tailspin, like a very needed tailspin. I started um, 
energetically, spiritually, whatever the fuck you want to call it, waking up on a completely new and deeper level. Um, not after going through a bunch of shit, obviously. And then, um, emotional shit, I will say this is, this is, you know, the crux of what I really believe in, which is emotional alchemy and energetic alchemy. But, um, then it was 2021. I was walking my dog. I was listening to, um, a podcast, um, this life coach school podcast that I had followed for years. And they, I had listened to them talk about how to become a life coach like multiple times before. And then I, I listened to this episode and then they said a sentence that was something like, and that's how you become a life coach. And I'm walking my dog. It's like springtime and it's sunny. And I remember exactly where I was. And all of a sudden, and I've had, a, I've had a lot of strange energetic experiences before. And I've never had one like this before. And I still haven't had one. Okay. I'm walking my dog. They say the line. And I think my interpretation was something like, oh my God, I'm like meant to be a life coach. And my, my body did this thing where it started the only way I can describe it is it felt like my body was on a roller coaster and my body, like I'm literally standing on the ground. I'm walking my dog, but somehow I'm at the same time, energetically, simultaneously, like going so fast in this like downward motion. And I think there was like ups and downs, right? It literally felt like a roller coaster. And I was like, I just started saying, oh fuck, oh fuck. Oh fuck, oh fuck, as it was just speeding up and moving all over the place. And then I like it, I guess it like slowed down. I don't remember what happened when it slowed down. All I remember is like jump cut to the next scene. I pick up my kids because they were at their Taekwondo class. I pick up my kids from their class after they get out. I come home. My husband is in the shower um after work. And I I open the shower door and I'm like, Oh my God, I think I'm meant to be a life coach. And he's like, um, okay. <laughs> he's used to strange things like that with me. Um, so isn't that funny that my initial concept of what I thought intuition was, like this big beaming external voice, I actually ended up living through at least about 20 years later. But that was not without developing the subtle nuances of it over and over. And here's the thing, just like emotional alchemy, um, the, the development of your intuition will never, ever stop, right? Like this doesn't stop. <laughs> Normalizing this work as play, as part of the, of the, the gift that is to be in this physical body, that is to be a a soul in a physical body, a spirit in, phys in a physical body. Like it is like, what a gift. It's, it's like this jigsaw puzzle that we always get to fucking play with no matter where we are, whether we're in a hut doing psychedelics with a shaman, or we're in the middle of a boring ass board meeting, you always have your spirit and you always have your physical body and you always get to play with the two always. So, okay, here we go. What I want to gift you, leave you with um, as this offer to, um, of course, like normalize, but also um, just give you some like anchor points to play with this important sense, which I wonder, is it your favorite sense too? Um, here we go. Number one, for the love of God, <laughs> don't compare your 
intuitive skill to somebody else's. Start where you are. There is no wrong starting point on when you are on the journey of your life. This is your life. You are not behind anybody and you are not ahead of anybody. Start where you are. You are in the perfect spot right now to just start playing with this intuitive sense. Okay. Number two, fail at this as much as you can. Seriously, walk into, let's say like, okay, I still do this. Like you do, do this all the fucking time. And it will just become like a habit, like a second habit, like when you're just driving through town, like I'll just, I'll, I'll play this game. I just did it the other day. I'll be driving through my little town and I'll just like turn, I'll just tune into my spidey sense. My kids and I, we all call it, and my husband, we call it our spidey sense. Um, or if you've, if you've listened, if you've watched the new Spider-Man movies, your Peter tingle, <laughs> the new Spider-Man movies are amazing. Oh wait, that one, that was from a one from a few years ago. All right. Getting off track. Anyway, fail as much as you can. This is what I was doing. I was driving through my town and I just like to feel turn on my spidey sense to feel into my spidey sense because it's always on feel into my spidey sense and go okay should i turn left or should i turn right not should what does feeling left what does turning left feel like okay what does turning right feel like okay this is all just navigating home from the grocery store right what is going straight feel like and literally feel into each of those directions. This is just like a regular day and notice the, how each direction feels differently, tastes differently. What it, what your senses pick up when you, when you feel out into those ones and then choose a direction. Don't make it a big deal. Never make it a big deal. Just, just go with your gut. There's no wrong answer here. Always remind your, remind your mind of this and go with one. And then just keep your spidey sense on and just notice what you notice. Do you notice more synchronicities on this path that it, it are speaking to you? As you've heard in a previous episode, like my 10 year old calls signs from the universe. Do you notice any signs from the universe that are speaking to you and helping give you direction? Okay. Is there, is there something beneficial? Like, do you, do you get home faster? Like, you know, it, what do you notice? And on the flip side of that, it, do you get stuck somewhere? Do you, do you run into someone that you either like or you don't like? Like, just notice what happens on the path that you chose and pick it up with your spidey sense. And then let's see, as you, let's see. So let's say you then get to your destination after like navigating with your spidey sense, take note and take note of what was like a, um, what you picked up that was a like positive, a po let's see, a positive reflection in your reality and take note what was a negative reflection in your reality and then kind of think back and be like, okay, is that the path that I wanted or could I have tried a different path? Just what you're doing with doing little games like this in your life is you're just developing, you're getting really um, comfortable with feeling the nuances, with feeling into the nuances of things. 
Um, let's see. Another way you can do this is, hmm, even just getting dressed in the morning, picking up a shirt. Does the shirt feel like a yes or does the shirt feel like a no? Yeah. So I feel like I've gone on. There's, there's literally infinite ways to do this. And I'm, I'm really stressing, stressing. I'm really focusing on the importance of, of doing this in small ways throughout your life so that it becomes sustainable. So that's something that is just operating always in the background of your mind. You just always then have it. And it's always kind of fun to use. Make it fun. Do not make this a chore. Um, and I will tell you, it might, might not feel like it in the moment, but every time you, let's say you're in a conversation with someone and your intuition says to say something, to say this, and you say it, and then you notice the beat drops in not a fun way. And you're like, oh shit, that feeling was actually telling me not to say the thing. Because now I can tell that the, the, the energetic nutrient that I offered was actually not nutritious to this conversation. Notice what that initial feeling felt like. That's going to be so powerful when you're navigating your relationships in the future. Okay. Seriously, failing is like, um, like my, one of my favorite things to do with my intuition because it shows me what a no is. And then of course, celebrate the yeses too, right? So, okay, that's it. That's where I'm going to leave you today. Remember, um, and if you're, if you're listening to this, you probably are already vibing on this, but the way that I see our intuition is it's this never ending infinite reservoir that is constantly on and is constantly waiting, is constantly speaking to us. And it's just waiting for us to dance with it. So have so much fun. Um, oh, and something I want to say before I hop off, let me just check the time. Cause I, I do have to, okay. Um, Okay. A couple things. So one, two things is I have two offers, um, ways to work with me, uh, one-to-one. Um, my favorite is working one-to-one. So, um, I have a timeline jumping offer, which is just like a single session you can book and just pop yourself on my calendar. Or I have a, um, a six week coaching journey where we go deeper. Timeline jumps are included in that. Um, but there's just like a lot more to it. There's like, we get to do like voice messaging back and forth. It's just like, it's like a deep tune-up for your soul. Um, so you can find both both of those links in the link I'm going to put below um, in the show notes. And then the other thing is if you listen to this episode and you like it, you appreciate it, it has given you some value in one way or another, um, I would so love it if you left a review for me. And then Right now, I'm not sure how long I'm going to do this for, but right now I'm offering a free gift for anyone who writes a review for me. Um, you can sign up for a free 30-minute perspective shift session. So it's like a free 30-minute quickie with me where we can you can take one sticky spot that you're currently looking at, working on, and we can just do a quick deep dive into it. And then you can go off into your your world and like practice your perspective shift all for free just for leaving a review. So yay for that. All right. Um, thank you for listening. I would love to hear from you. 
And I want to say I love you. All right. Have a good one. Have a beautiful one filled with all the contrast and all the ups and downs of playing with your intuition. Okay. Bye for now.